Bro, you gotta sing along with the song. No, it's not a live performance. <laughs> We're on a podcast. I need, I need you to rap with me real quick. Yeah. I can really put you on. Why yourself in LeBron? I let you fuck on a star, but I'm gonna be gone by the more. She wanna grab it, it's nothing when we out in public, we making these moves, yeah. Tell me she love me, that's funny, cause I cannot love her, cause she for the crew, yeah. I can really put you on. She really for the crew, huh? Why in LeBron? I let you fuck on a star, but I'm gonna be gone by the more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to Brothers in the Deep End Season 2 with my brother Casey as usual. Yo, yo. We got a special guy here, man. Um, Someone that astonished me, surprised me, caught me out the wind with what he's doing. We got George, the artist now. Say say, 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 say your name. Say your What's name. good, man? I'm, I'm GK. That is my artist name. Oh, that uh, was yeah, tough. Nice G- to be here. GK, you know what I'm saying? But George, me knowing George, like me and George, we went to the same high school, went to Fort Hamilton. George, like me, we didn't really connect like that. Like we had that mutual respect, but it was more so like we was just like, "Yo, what's up?" That we just knew of each other. Um, but I always had that respect for George because he's younger than me. He was, he was, you know, I was the older head, younger head. But now it's the same pace. But he was doing his thing in basketball, and I was doing my thing in football. And like, when anyone that's playing sports, especially like student athlete in high school, you just you just build that bond. You you have that respect for one another. And like I heard of him, he was doing his thing with basketball. I mean, like. You know that movie White Man Can't Jump? Well, he was that that white boy that, that was that was doing his thing on the court. Much respect to him. Like if I, if I was playing basketball, I'll be I'll be George. Like that, you know, I'll be nice. <laughs> I'm the dad, bro. But George was doing his thing and you know, we we just had like I said that mutual respect for one another and like you know, in high school that age barrier, you don't get to speak to the younger cats like that. It's just like, "Oh, he, you just hear from other people." And over time, I would just see George here and there randomly sometimes. I think I saw you at Badass Academy. Yeah. One time he was working at Badass Academy, and I used to work at Badass Academy. That was my first job. Shout out Badass Academy. Thank you for letting me have my my first job Dope and give me and give me an experience. Dope ass spot. And then I linked George there, and this was way after high school. And mind you, we we really we didn't really talk like that. I was like, "Yo, what's up?" Da 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 da. da. Then recently, I go on my phone. Like I, I was watching his journey. He was playing basketball at um. Forget College. Hunter College. Yep. He's playing basketball Hunter College. You see his highlight. I'm like, damn, he's dunking. Damn, he got hops. Damn, he's doing his thing with Melvin. That's your boy, Melvin. And Melvin was posting you, so that's how I stay in touch. And then recently now, I see him on Instagram, and I see, I see him doing music. I'm like, I can put you on. Why is hell he going run? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, he's really in art. Like, he's really taking this shit serious. Because it wasn't like he put out Draga. Traga means trash. Trash, bro, yeah. He was putting out, like, <clears throat> quality stuff. And for someone to catch, I'm not trying to brag, but for someone to catch my ear, like, I'm really in tune. Like, I'm really a fan of hip-hop rap. And for someone to catch my ear like that, especially up here, because I critic hard on rap. I critic Casey on it heavy. I'm like, I'm a yeah, hard he's always down my throat on this oh, shit all always, the time, Always, always, because yeah. I'm a hard fan. I was just Pause. born. born. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was type sus. That was really sus. <laughs> he's but, stupid. <laughs> but as I was saying... Jordan and it, 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 I was like, oh nah, th- this is like going like nah. George could really go somewhere to because it's like quality and like I was like, oh shit, like, it just fit him. Like I just saw a switch and like Casey, I'm wearing the hat. Right? That's why I, I wore the hat and to support my friend Casey. Rear switch the scenes like the same thing with Casey's story. He switched the whole scene up. He just turned around. Casey, I saw, I knew you since a jit, right? Yeah, bro. And 
I don't know what I expect you doing music or Marine rapping. What? Like when 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 the fuck you ever? And get then everyone out? automatically assumes like I'm rapping about like the Marine Corps, and like they think the music's <laughs> yeah. whack, and it's just like or, nah, it's not nah, really it's, like that. Or like, or on the other hands, it's like oh shit, he's he's and he's pretty good because you was pretty good, or he he sucks. And it's, now with George, it was like that same shit. I'm just like nah, I got I got to bring him on the podcast. And I got to pick his brain about this shit because I have to find out how the fuck he did a rare. And, <laughs> you know, this I, I just have to pick his brain on it. So, George, man, take us back to, like, the basketball journey before you was an artist, you know, and just, like, what built what built you up to really, like, all right, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try rapping. Yeah, so um, I would say that for most of my life, basketball was – everything I did, everything I thought about, um, whether that be from um, high school to even college, you know, it was basketball, 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 live, like, sleep, eat, sleep, breathe basketball every day. Um, I would say that around my senior year of college is when uh, the switch started to change. I started to mess around with my friends a little bit, just like making music and, and just having fun with it. And then um, as that was going on, you know, I'm still focused on basketball. I'm trying to play overseas, like, like really taking basketball super seriously. Yeah, because that's all, like you said, that's all you do. Yeah. Like when I was playing, I'm in the same field because when yeah. I was in high school and I was playing football and whatnot, my main thing was, yo, I got to go to college and then after college, right, yeah. I'm going to try for pro. So are you, me and you same, yeah. I get you. There was, I get no, you. Other, there was no other thoughts no besides, other, yeah. besides going pro, playing playing a sport. Yeah, like exactly. that, was, that was the goal. Um, I can't relate, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I never played sports. Yeah. I never knew any of y'all yeah, besides yeah. Ethan. Yeah, a little <laughs> simple. Uh, right. uh, but um, yeah, I would say, uh, so... Around around my senior year of college, you know, I just started going through a couple stuff like like uh, personal stuff that I was going to go through, uh, like relationship stuff, stuff like that. And uh, I just needed an outlet. Really, really what I needed just an outlet. And I really found that with music because that's when it really took a turn. Like, OK, like before I was making music just to make music and have fun with friends. But then it became like, OK, I'm going to make music so I can say my piece and and let people know how I feel. Because I'm not the one to like sit down and talk to someone about like how I feel and stuff like that. I feel that, but Polo um, G Polo music G. was good. Yeah, Polo G. I was watching it again. My, one of my favorite podcasts, Million Dollars Worth the Game. Uh, they were interviewing Polo G, and he said the same thing. He was like, "I was more <laughs> like the introvert person." Yeah. He was like, "Everyone was into playing games with the case with me. I'll be out there by myself. I'll be if everyone was right. I'll be on left field, and I'll just do my thing." But he said music was my way of like expressing myself because I didn't really like to talk to people like that or know how to express it. So for George, it's like that. It just and I literally watched, I watched <laughs> AKA and listened to it like not too long ago. So this is like God's timing. So go ahead. Then it turned to an outlet for you. Yeah, it turned to an outlet, and then so that I would say as far as like time frame, this was about midsummer of last year. Whenever it started to become like a real serious thing for me, um, since then I've just really been trying to perfect my craft and really work on everything that I've that I've been doing and, and trying to make really good music for people to relate to. Shit, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You said you was just fucking around, like, you know, yeah. you was just fucking around, like, you was just like, it's like me, it's like, oh, I'm just fucking around playing video games, like, it was just something on your leisure time, it was like, yeah, I'm just, alright, yo, like, who brought it up to say, yo, like, yo, George, like, let's go to the studio, let's just make a track, fuck it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you my uh, first studio um time ever like how the fuck it went down like i'm about to relate to this right yeah, like, <laughs> nah, like, how, you, like how the fuck it goes down like yeah i'm just fucking around to suit not nah, like i want to hear like yeah what so brought it to that so you know melvin right you of know course yeah, yeah. shout out melvin. Face. Great I, know, shout like, out I know him by face yeah. I don't, i've never like yeah. so it was me and melvin and then my other boy from college who you guys do not know his name's geo shout out geo 
um, we were just in our dorms because we all lived together at the dorms. Um, one night we were just like, fuck it. Like, let's just make a song tonight. Like, and I think it was Gio that had brought the idea up first. And so we're in the room. This is on like a MacBook with like Apple headphones. Like I'm talking like seriously, just yeah, fucking like around. The, like the basement, like, the, the literally basement shit right there. Like literally. Some little, some shit there as a kid. Yeah, literally. So we did that, and like it was kind of fun. Like it was, it was the process of making the song was fun. Like that was really fun, and we all really liked it. Um, so we were like, you know what? Like let's take it to the next level. Like let's go record a song at a professional studio. So we did that, and then from that point on, I think it kind of grew on me a lot more than like, let's say like Melvin or Geo. I think that's kind of like inside. I was feeling like, okay, like I think I can like really like do this, like, like go far and like try and go far in music and really like love it. So after that, I started to go and like make songs myself after that. But, but yeah, they were the def- definitely the ones that like sparked the, the so I was going to say like, so how was like your first song? Like how to sound? Oh, it was horrible. Oh. When I listened back, it was terrible. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Not so like I, I can I can personally like relate to you. So like you know, from artist to artist, like I understand exactly like where you came from. So like it's even for me, like when I first started making music, I never took it like serious, right? And there's a guy in this room. His name is Josh too. You know our guru. But he he has he made a very good point. But like as soon as shit really starts to like get serious and shit really starts moving, and you really see like people gravitating towards you, like mm-hmm. that's when it's like oh shit. Yeah. Like maybe now it's time for me to take this shit serious. But like I agree with you because. Um, originally for me, it was very similar. I actually, I, I was kind of introverted. I never really spoke to people as much. I was always more to myself and I really didn't actually like express my emotions as well to people. Um, though I was very outspoken. I always was that guy behind the room. I kind of just observed everything from like a bigger picture. But like the same thing for me, like I started making music the same way you did, like in my boy's like living room at the time. He's not my boy anymore, but um, like, you know, just it had, it had its time, but like, I never took it serious and I just did it for fun. And then like, I said the same thing like you. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to the studio. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to see how I sound. And don't get me wrong. I was pretty shitty too. I, I didn't like, not like the way my shit sounded back then. And you probably liked it at the time though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this shit is fire. fire. And, you and look then you're back showing everyone yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, it's fire. And it's then fire. they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, you didn't exactly, have to lie yeah. to me, bro. No, like, that's what anything new that you're starting, you know, you think like, oh shit, like I'm fucking nice at this. But it's really like, you're really, really, really just getting started you know you just like you just scrambled on the drawing board you know you're thinking yeah. you're picasso but you really just you didn't really have no you didn't concept. scratch the surface yeah yet with that or you just, yeah. you're just drawing you know you're just drawing stick figures like yo i just did some art but bro come on now <laughs> so i was you gonna know? say like even from like so from my like from my experience like when you first started off right like mm-hmm. did people take you serious no how'd that make you feel so like how'd you like so how when you made your first like couple songs right and you started putting them out to people like how did people react and like what was like their initial like review yeah so i would so the initial review you know your friends are always gonna hype you you have you have people that hype you up right so yeah you i definitely had people that were saying like yo that shit is fire bro and stuff like that and and some people maybe like genuinely liked it but I, i could tell like the overall feeling and it's because like you know it was something so new to me that like even listening back to it myself i'm like Damn. these songs that i'm making <laughs> i'm like okay these aren't like these aren't real so these are just like funny but um yeah it was like more so like a a funny thing in the beginning mm-hmm. especially like when it was me melvin and geo like that was like 50 50 real and it's like 50 50 joke like it was mm-hmm. like almost more a joke than like being like a real song that we were making mm-hmm. um whenever i started to make the songs by myself that's kind of when it switched i felt like um as far as like the population's view as well like the public mm-hmm. view and stuff like that i think that's when people started to take it a little more seriously like like oh shit like he's actually like 
you know, doing a song and, and all this by himself, like it's, it's becoming a little bit more of a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making, I made like three songs, like singles by myself uh, two years ago. And then I took a big break from it. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was still focused on basketball and all that. And then um, last year is when, like last summer is, is when I really took it seriously myself. And I mm-hmm. think that the public's view on that, on me being serious or not, um, bled over like my me being serious about it. They started to realize yeah, I was serious about you, it. You, know you, what I'm saying? you you perceived it out there. You put it out there. Yeah. So like, you were you were taking it serious. And mm-hmm. go ahead. Casey. What was that pivot that made you switch and say, "All right, now I'm gonna take this shit serious." I think it was the Good need question. to um to have an outlet. I really do. Like uh, as as simple as that answer is. Um, I just literally the 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 move to become serious for me was whenever. I had things going on in my life that were tough to talk about and I just needed a way to express it. Mm-hmm. And I literally found that with music. And I ran with it. It was really what it is. So since we're on Brothers in the Deep End right now, yeah. Brothers what's in the deep end? this deep experience that you went through that really pushed you and like forward to become the artist like you are now? So like your most recent song, you, you told us, you know, when we spoke to you, it was like it's more of like your more uppity songs. Yeah. And it's more like a little higher pace, but it, it has a message behind it, right? Because yeah. you, you're spitting your pain on that track, you yeah. know? So like what's that pain that like made you like, oomph, you know what I'm saying? That pushed you to become like this artist that like, Talks about how you feel now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um You gotta mention names, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing like that, but nah, around around this time or or a little like maybe like end of April of last year, uh, me and my girlfriend for two years had broken up. Mm. And that was a pretty traumatic experience, you know, because we were together for two years and 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 things were going really good for a while and and then stuff started to happen mm. and uh it ended up not working out. And then that was like that that hurt like that that part was not fun but then like the on t- t- tip of the iceberg for me as far as like needing an outlet was like i started to find out a lot of my friends were doing things on my back that like weren't really cool and and stuff Shicy. like that and it just kind of made me feel like almost like i was alone because like the people that i i i go to for everything were the same ones that were kind of like yeah they were sneaking you, me, you yeah, know? They so, were sneaking you. and i think that's like with everything you do you know especially with an industry you know that me and you were in like i think with shit like this you're always going to meet even like a lot of people like that who aren't going to be like on best terms with you and who you don't know who's really there for you who's really not yeah you know what i'm saying and th- i think that's one thing you know i've i've really gained like with having family like ethan and people that i've been around you know at least in this industry you got remember like who's close to you in the end because they're the ones who are really going to hold it down for you especially when shit gets crazy and everyone's conscious like in your face yeah, yeah. that's 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 the overall for anything in life you know that's it could true be, it could be it could be anybody and you reach out to them and then they could be doing some some phony shit you be the, you know you, you reach out to them to, for for that outlet but they really give a fuck about yeah. what you got to say. This is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're just using it as ammo against you to expose you later mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it really changed the way that I that I move on a day-to-day basis, yeah. I would say. It's just like I used to be like very open and, and like trusting of basically anyone that was around me. And, you know, after everything that kind of went down, it was just like, you know, I keep a really small circle and I, and I tend to keep to myself for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I want to come in. But you could be open-hearted. Um, I think there's a book I, I've been reading. It's called The Way of a Superior Man, and I highly recommend it for any man out there. It's, it's specifically for men. But it's literally, the title is literally what you're going to get, The Way of a Superior Man. So it says, be open-hearted. Be open-hearted, even if some, some chapters like that. Be open-hearted if 
your 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 heart was broken a bit, and it it was just I forgot what was the detail about it, but that was the title, and it says you it's like basically let me tell you something from like I'm gonna tell you from my own experience don't let past hinders affect you and the potential the the future potential yeah just just learn how to be open hearted of course learn from it but be it's okay to be open hearted you know what I'm saying but you just got to move a little bit more careful with your heart. That's all. Yeah, I was like, so I would say like, I just think as far as just giving my trust away is something that I used to do. Nah. I'm just more um, precautious when it yeah, comes to that. Of course, and, like, be being careful with be, it. Be precautious, right? But again, be free in your mind. Be oh, open yeah, and free, sure. and don't let that lock you. You know. But of course, be cautious. Like, mm -hmm. take take certain shit with a grain of salt. Like, okay, you know, just go with the vibe. But yeah. you don't just be like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna give you my social, and I'm gonna give you my credit, <laughs> and I'm gonna give you my debit yeah, card. You get not. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you, uh, let me tell you something. The vibes don't lie. You know who to trust, and you know you know who not to trust. If you have to confuse it, uh, uh, right off rip. If you have to confuse any you vibe, you got a second guess. Anything, if you got a second, well, sometimes you know, second guessing the right thing, like the right opportunities. Try not to second guess. Try this to go because that's just fear. Yeah. But when you're around people, you just gotta learn how to deceive that energy and trust the intuition, trust that gut feeling. Like when I, when I'll tell you a quick story. Shout out Brooklyn Podcasting Studio. When I booked this session, I was a little like, mm, I don't know about this guy, Josh, because right, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna call you back, but I think I think he didn't call me back, so I had to call him. I was on top of him. I, you know, I paid for the session. I'm trying to get this locked in. <laughs> but when he when we had our conversation, it was like. He, I, I could just tell he was really trying to look out. And then when we, when we met for our session and talked like hand, like firsthand, the first person, excuse me, I, I was like, nah, this dude's like really the guy. And I, I, did, I didn't even know him. And, you know, I had one prior conversation, but it was like a mature, real conversation. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been here back to back. So, you know, that's that's just my advice to you. Um, How long was you dating that girl? Uh... This is bad. I, I low-key forget how that's, long it was. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's I, fucking good because that means you kind of just like left that shit in the past and you now you're moving yeah, forward. It, yeah, for sure. I would say, if, if if I had to guess, I think around two years. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Damn. And like, hmm, you was like, you wasn't really superior to her, I would say, because and they had her, her breakup really, like I'm saying, like they her breakup, it affected you like that where it was like, Oh shit, you know? Yeah, I think I think I wouldn't necessarily say it was just like strictly the breakup that had me feeling so down at the time. Okay, what else? Then? It was more so like the breakup plus the the fact of like finding out a lot of people in my circle were were not really with me mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um it was just like a combination of all that stuff and then I also had like some family stuff going on just like with my stepfather and mom and shit like that, but um so it was just a bunch of stuff that just kind of had me feeling like I needed a way to let shit out because it was just building up so much that like I couldn't let it build up anymore. Right. Mm. And damn, and you know, um Yeah, not to get too deep on you. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the whole purpose of this <laughs> podcast, no, bro. You know what but, I'm saying? But everything, you know, like I'm a, I'm a always mention everything truly happens for a reason because if that didn't happen before, it wouldn't I have propelled you for what you're doing now. It wouldn't I have gave you that spark, that motivation, that fuel of what you needed for what you're doing right now, 100%. the music. Mm -hmm. So I was gonna say, was there any doubt when you started doing like the music thing? Like, were there any challenges that you had to face as an upcoming artist? Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of challenges. Oh yeah, nah, I'm gonna definitely relate I, to you right now. I can again. give you, I can give you a couple. Yeah. No, so, no, for sure. so in the beginning, um, one one thing that we already talked about was like 
the seriousness of it, like getting people mm-hmm. to realize when you have this image, right? So like my image was a basketball player. You knew me as a basketball player. Most people that knew me knew me as a yeah, basketball that's player. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that change. It's hard bro. to change it and make people see you as an artist. But Rear. um yeah. <laughs> um so that was one that was one of the 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 issues. Um another one was was figuring out ways to get your music out there mm. to, to mm-hmm. people that you may not be following you and stuff like that. As you probably know that there's a shit ton of these fake like streams and ways to get fake streams and, and stuff like that. And Absolutely. it's just, it's hard to like not fall into that trap whenever you first start off because you have all these people t- like DMing you like, hey, like, yep. we got, you know, I'll give you 50,000 streams for $50. And you're mm-hmm. like, as, as a person that has no idea about the industry, you're like, oh, that sounds right, lit, bro. Let's do it. Yeah. So that was that was something that was hard not to fall into. Thankfully, I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shows you that like you see like a lot of like scamming, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. So I was gonna say a like lot. so even for like my upcoming like same thing for me, man. Like when I first started making music, I didn't. I feel like one of the hardest challenges was that I wasn't as educated back then in the music industry compared to mm-hmm. where I am now. I was really naive. I was really, I, I got, I'm not gonna lie, there were times where I took L's and I took like losses pro in terms of like money-wise with people I didn't know. You know, uh, some, here, some yeah. major artists, you know what I'm saying? Like some of them, I didn't I didn't know who they were like that. They kind of moved a little weird and uh, they kind of did scam me in the end, but I got mine, you know what I'm saying? Like I got my tracks with them at one point and it just took some time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it just, it shit like that happens. And I, I understand exactly where you're coming from because I think a lot of people knew me as this kid in the military. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like you, like you were that yeah, basketball that image, player. Yep. And then they're like, this kid's in the military. Now he's a rapper. Like, I'm not going to take this kid serious. Like, and it took me a really long time to understand, like, who are the people who really, like, fuck with your shit. And it's crazy because, like, yeah, I do have, like, a, a, a dead fan base. But I think, like, it's crazy to see international people. I feel that's my biggest thing. Yeah. International people fuck with your shit more than people who you know fuck yeah, with your crazy, shit. Yeah. And it's it's insane to see like that come up. So I was gonna say, so I listened to some of your songs, and now I'm curious to know like who are your influences. My influences, um, a hundred percent would be uh, the Juice Worlds of the world, like Juice World, uh, Kid Leroy, Post Malone. Those are the type of people that that I really like to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, even like as far as like rock music, like. Nirvana, like like bands like this, I also listen to, mm. and, and um, I've been trying to tap into that genre a little bit too. Um, I, I listen to a lot of music, man, mm-hmm. but but those would definitely be my my greatest influences as far as the music I make. And you listen to them a lot, yeah, a lot. Okay. I, I listen to my music a lot too now because that's like, the best thing yeah, to do. Just, bro. <laughs> like we have a decent amount mm-hmm. that are ready to go, so I've been listening to my music a lot recently. But um, yeah, those are the guys that I listen to. I was gonna say, growing up too, what did your family listen to? in like terms of music that made yeah. you like like all this thing because honestly like you do hear some people like rock music but like Nirvana's like I feel like it's very like everyone knows Nirvana but like I'm curious to know like was it like that they were spitting like sad shit that made you like gravitate it was, everyone it was the sad emotion music. Right? yeah it was it was the emotion like like something that I that I that I hold close to me is is the ability to to display emotion in a song right mm-hmm. like um there's a place and time for for songs that are about like you know stunning and stuff like that but especially for the time and place that where I was in life, like the emotional songs are what I gravitated towards because I related to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yep, I was just about to yeah. say. So that's, that's kind of where, where those influences came from. Now, as far as my parents, my, my dad was into like rap, like Biggie Tupac, like mm-hmm. super heavy rap guy. My mom really listened to like Spanish music and stuff like that, which is like a curveball. A little bit, but, <laughs> but yeah. And, um, so I, I guess my influences are kind of from my, from my dad's side, but even he like doesn't really listen to like the guys that that I listen to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think like like 
that's what I kind of sensed already from your flow. And Casey asked that question for viewers that just don't know. But I kind of sensed that. You know, I even talk about Casey in the car. I'm like, yeah, he's like Killer Roy vibes, Juice World, and like, yeah, you, you're you're kind of similar um to to that vibe. And so like with me, if I was gonna be rapping, I'll be having a style like that gritty rap because I just relate to he it. And that's Nas over and, here, and like that. Not even yeah. it wouldn't even maybe it will not yeah Nas Nas maybe a Nas song I'm not sure like it'll be more of like I don't know man some like you should make a song nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's okay. what I'm saying bro that's one. what no, I'm I saying I can't I can't so um <laughs> what throughout like throughout your 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 artist career thus far like what has surprised you and what what has surprised you and what blessings have came into your life um. What surprised me? So, like, what was the one of the biggest surprises? Like, wow, oh shit! Like, I'm I I met this person. Oh shit! I'm like networking with this person. Oh, I'm in the room with this person. Oh shit! Like, you know, it's fucking happening. Like, what well, was one of those moments? I was like, oh shit! Yeah. So, uh, I can give you a good moment for that. So, um, it, it I'm sure be a I'm, I'm sure one. you could relate to this. Like, especially like in the beginning, whenever you're trying to solidify a fan base and stuff like that. There's a lot of ups and downs you go through, right? So, like, there's times where you kind of like get down on yourself a little bit and stuff like that. And there was one night in particular where I was like, you know, it was late night and I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, like it's not going as fast as I want it to go. Like I'm not, I'm not getting the traction at first. This is like really early on. And the next day I had gotten a, a text message, a DM from, from um, a kid that I went to high school with. Shout mm-hmm. out Meech. Well, and, shout out Meech. And he, he kind of told me that like his uncle at the time, who's my manager now, was shout really liking out. my music. And he he was telling me like that um his his uncle's best friends with Fabio Foreign and stuff like that so i was at first i was very cautious i was like nah yeah, this is cap like, like, this is cap <laughs> cuz just like with anything among us yeah this is sus but it but it ended up you know being r- the truth and and uh it was a big blessing you know when he actually had Fabio Foreign main on a studio session it was really cool that was like a moment where i was like wow like you know things so how that feel it was like scary. What was going it through was your scary. head? Like what was going through your head, bro? Like, it was it was it was scary because it was our, it was my first studio session with my manager in the room as well, and um, we were supposed to be there for like three hours, I think. And then I, I would say like an hour and a half into the session, my manager tells me he's like, like we're we're shutting the place down. We're gonna be here till like three a.m. And I'm like, all right, bet. Like this is my <laughs> friend. Like I'm not gonna say no and not come. Like not stay. Like of course I'm. Gonna, yeah, I'm down. And and then he was like, and then they came like Fabio Foreign and and uh, Mano and them and. It was it was overwhelming at first because you know it was like holy shit and I'm in the middle of like making a song with all these people that I just met for the first time and and I'm a introverted person so like you know that that was that was crazy but it, it was like it was a good crazy like it was like wow like like this yeah, is really your, cool your, your yeah. blood was flowing and all that yeah damn that's wild and wait so this dude hits you up through DM huh and he met you through high school was you cool with him through high school what was your connection with him we so I would say it's similar to like me and you like like we knew of each other and we were cool like it, like but we never really hung out or or, or mm-hmm. talked that much but yeah it was like uh what is I'm, I'm i'm slipping on the word like not friend but acquaintance acquaintance yeah, there mm. yeah we were acquaintances and then and then he put you he put you onto his uncle and his mm-hmm. uncle now is your manager yeah and then he just he just connected Shout out Josh. You. And then he just connected you with with five you whatever and main on them right yeah yeah um so yeah, that connection was there because they they kind of grew up together, I believe. And then, you know, we just um, he's been a big help, my manager, as far as like the marketing side of things and and just figuring out ways to get the music out there and and um and get it all recorded and professionally recorded and mixed and all that. So 
it's been a big help. That was definitely big. big how lesson. long? How long have you been working with your manager now? Uh, I want to say like four months. Four months. Three, four months. Damn. And that's a lot of moves right there in that's the last a, like yeah, 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 no, yeah. Life has been going really, really fast like what, recently. Yeah. What is he? What, what do you guys have planned um, within the next three to four months span? Yeah. So the next thing on the schedule is we're gonna drop another song. Um, oh shit. Named High. That's the name of the oh. song. Uh, that's gonna be the date is not confirmed yet, so I can't give you a date. But I'm thinking late March, most likely. Is what, what, is what kind of what kind of vibe are we getting from High? Like, are we talking like High? Like I'm smacked High, or like just like or in the clouds? In the wrong, like, <laughs> I would say so. Put you on it. I love the song. It's a great song. You're gonna see uh, a more distinct version of me with High. Like you're gonna you're gonna start to see what my sound is more so. I, oh. I would say High is gonna be the first song where you like kind of see like okay, like this is his sound. Like this is his lane. This is this is where he's at. Oh, that's what I would say. So, so the I'm very put, excited about the put you on was like, look, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you like a little, a, I'm a gonna little give showcase. You, no, no, hold on. You know how you got your main dish, the chef cooking main. It's like, yo, I'm gonna give you a little, little appetizer, some <laughs> shit that you know. It's alright, but I got some <laughs> shit. You know, I got my recipe in here. Yeah, no, I, I like put you on a lot. Like put you on is a great song. I'm definitely not saying anything like that. Um, more so like, it's uh, it's not the lane that most of my songs are in. Right. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I'm saying? So like. That song, it's it's dope for what it is. It's it's a great single, but I think you're gonna start to see the actual vision of where I am and where I'm going with, nah, with this next one. No, nah, sh shout out your manager Josh. Facts. Shout out the guru Josh <laughs> in the cut. If if your name is Josh, shout you out, bro. You're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna shout you out, and you're a blessing in the skies. Whatever Josh is out there, and we we appreciate you. You know, Josh, Josh, y'all y'all been helping our lives so. Much respect and kudos to you guys. Um, you know what I found cool too? Yo, you know, Fabio, you know, New York City, you know, and Jill when artists. you when you got that when you got that comment like when you got that comment from Fabio, right? Fabio, right? I wasn't expecting it because I'm oh, like, my Yo, Instagram yeah, yeah. I, me me personally, I wasn't expecting it because it was like the song was popping already. I'm like, yo, this song's popping. I don't know we I don't know if you commented under the actual thing, but I'm like, yo, Joyce is pretty popping. Like, eventually someone's gonna recognize him. Like my boy Casey, eventually someone's gonna recognize Casey. I mean, Casey's time is coming, everyone's time's coming. But when I saw Fabi coming on your shit, I'm like, nah, he about to have all four heads, four Hamilton, shout out four Hamilton heads. All the people I know and that know Josh about to go crazy. Like, yeah. oh mm -hmm. shit, Fabio commented. I think someone reposted it that like Fabio commented on his thing, and I looked and I sent it to Casey, and Casey's like, Yo, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, nah, like this is real, like you know, he's like, this is real. He really getting noticed, especially from New York, when a New York artist really shows love to another New York artist because they're always like kind of like There's so much competition, so much bro. competition. There's it's so like so much. They're always like kind of like combating each other. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's really just like who has the top title. You know, yeah. everyone wants that title, it's, King of New York, bro. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wants that it's title. Been, bro. It's been, it's been like that for for a minute though. That New mm -hmm. York, you know, it's just like. I don't know, like, I don't know what it is with the New York hip-hop culture. Like, it's just gritty in the sense, like, people don't really help each other like that in New York. That's why I think, dog like, dog that's why yeah. Atlanta always does that's so why, great yeah, because they like, all bring up each other. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, in New York City, like, even now, like, as an artist, I feel like a lot of people just always in competition with one another. Everyone's 100%. Got, everyone just wants to hate on one of them. Like, well, why can't y'all just make money together? I have people, I have people that, like, will never repost my stuff. Absolutely, but watch your shit in a heartbeat. And then they'll hit up my manager to ask him to like work with them and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's crazy. a dub, bro. <laughs> that's a dub. But but especially like, Dude. you know, Fabio, like, you know, your manager and what the case, that that connection right there, man, that's big time. And you been hanging out with Fabio? 
Uh, not not that not necessarily like hanging out or anything like that, but we've met a couple times. He's really uh, cool. and, and did you? I I hope you picked his brain. You picked his brain a bit. Not yet, but I will soon. Yeah, yeah. And what did you did you speak with Mano like that? Because Mano's a great dude. I talked to Mano a little bit in the studio. You know, he, he just kind of said like he really liked the song that we were working yeah. on and stuff like that. He seemed really cool, really nice guy. Yeah, man. What when it, like whenever you get that, you know, just for, just for anybody out there, you know, the case may be like. Never be afraid to like ask questions. No, never, yeah, for sure. Never be afraid to ask questions because you never know until you, you never ask. Know who's watching, bro. So I was gonna sure. say for your music that's coming up, right? So like every artist has like this dream and like this message that like they want to put out. So as an artist and as an upcoming artist, like what's your message that you want to put out either to the youth or the people that that's listening to your music? Also, to add, think on that. Think on that. What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Your music and your craft, like, like, right. like, you know how Hove has, you know, yeah. that respect, like the longevity. Yeah, the longevity. Yeah. So, um, to answer the first question, uh, I would say that, like, what I want people to get out of my music is the the relatability of it, you know, because a lot of people are afraid or, or unwilling to talk about things that, like, you know, hurt them inside or, or make them feel a certain type of way, and and I try and really bring that to light with with the music I make, and I and I try and like touch on um topics that people don't like to touch on and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know so that is that um as far as legacy i would say similar to that it's like i would like my legacy to be like that i make music that you can fucking sing to in your car at night when you're by yourself in your bag and and shit like that and just like something to show that you're not alone you know like like i'm not crazy for feeling this way type exactly you know it's just like you're you're not alone in these feelings and you're and you're not the only one going through it you know like so it's a voice for people that don't have a voice and i think that's mm -hmm. that's what i really want to go with. that's fucking amazing bro because literally you summed up what this podcast is about if mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to get the recording on that and just copy and paste into the bio because <laughs> that's facts. that's no i'm so serious because that's what that's why i created brothers in the deep end that's been my mission you know i live in the now but also think for the future as well. Mm -hmm. And that's been my plan ever since I started. I'm not trying to do this for shits and giggles. Oh, haha, this podcast. Hopefully this podcast blows up where I have 30, 30 fucking people in here, you know, and it's like highly limited to get in here. And now <laughs> Brooklyn Podcast Studio is popping. Like it's pop it's it is popping, popping. Yeah. But I'm talking about where it's like Oh shit, he's at Brooklyn Podcast Studio. You Bro, know it got to be like, it's got to be a stimmy party in here. It's going to be yeah. 400 to enter <laughs> yeah. and then 1,000 to <laughs> like, leave. Like, I want it to be like that, like where it's like we have that imprint on the podcast game and we have that imprint on social media, the community, you name it, especially you. Hopefully yeah. next time when we get you on an interview, you're like, yo, bro, could I bring the gang in them with me? I'm like, oh shit, here we go about that party. <laughs> yo, you mind if they smoke up? I don't know if they smoke. I'm like, yo, I don't know, man. You gotta head, ask the head honcho, but it's gonna be like that next time. And I just wanna see you, I wanna see you flourish as a man, as an artist. I wanna see you win because I know you and anyone that I know, I support them. Even if they were my enemy, like I, I want you to win. And I pray for my enemies too. So I pray for my enemies or anyone that did me wrong because I just pray that I just want them yeah. to be happy. I want them to do their thing and chase their dreams and succeed. But I really want you and Casey to take over as artists because I know y'all personally and I know yeah, yeah, I know there's like a light inside y'all and I know the hidden potential inside y'all. Y'all unlocking it right now, but I know it's soon gonna happen. And I appreciate that. And George, like now you're on a hot steam. You just gotta keep it up. You gotta keep it up. Keep, keep it the up. momentum. And going. Keep, yeah. keep the relationship going with you and your manager. Make sure there's gonna be times where it gets rocky 
make sure you try to get back on good terms. Yeah, and whatever sure, the case yeah. may be, like always bring value to one another and just chop it up and make sure it's not just business only. Fuck that business only bullshit. It's also it's also like personal as well because you're, inter the you're people, interacting at least with the people with your team, bro. No, because honestly, no, yeah, with facts. someone else, sometimes, bro, like at least I, like I agree with you. But I'm seeing an industry like this, though, like with certain people, it always got to be strictly business nah, because with, yeah. you never know, bro, what someone's intentions are because they just want to. Yeah, exactly. Quick. Yeah, I'm exa exactly. But we close ones, man, like it got it got to be just just kind of mm -hmm. like it, it got to mesh well. And if it yeah, don't, facts. if it don't, you know, if one person outgrows the other, oh, well, just leave it on good terms and just keep that network there mm -hmm. and be like, all right, bet it's all. It's yeah, all I, I agree with both of the things you're saying. Like, yeah. like what and you're I like saying exactly well. what you said earlier. So like. For me as an artist, right? Like I'm always gonna relate to you because I understand exactly like what you go through, right? Yeah. So like you said that you wanna be the voice for the young people, right? You wanna be that voice that, you know, for the people who can't have it. And I feel like that's extremely important. And I always preach this on this podcast, but I feel like giving back to the youth and giving back to community is like the biggest thing you could probably ever do. Especially because you always see these people go Hollywood, bro, and never give back. 100%. I and mean, yeah. they always talk about how they're giving back, but they never mm -hmm. give back, bro. Like, and I'm sorry, like I know Brooklyn's on the map. We all know Brooklyn's on the map. But if I got like popping, popping, right? Like I'm always going to give back to my community because I'm sorry, but you don't see mad people come out of like Sunset Park, bro, or like Bay yeah, Ridge. Facts, you know facts, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like blah, 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 all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? But like mm -hmm. that's like the biggest thing with me too. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. And, you know, like he's wearing my hat right now, Rear, right? And it, it's, it's the word Veer. And, you know, Veer means like a switch in scene or a switch in sudden direction really quick. And that's the way I wanted to take my music. And I'm glad to see that you're taking your music this way because I think it's important that people see a serious side of you. Yeah. Because it's crazy because you a thousand percent just said it earlier. A lot of people always hit up your manager, right? To go want to do his collab type shit with you. But they're yeah. the same people, bro, who ain't supporting you, ain't sharing a single exactly, thing yeah. on your story. And I always say this because I always be posting something new every day. And Ethan's right. And he always, you know, I got like 16,000 followers. I got that blue check. But that shit really don't mean nothing, bro. I said shit. Yeah, that so. shit really don't mean nothing because in the end of the day, it's the people who really support you and really rock, like rock with you are the ones who are going to stay there to yeah, the end. And my biggest pet peeve, bro, especially as an artist, is like you see people, like people always see you doing big things and then they just don't support you. You know what I'm saying? They always watch from afar and then they think it's mad cool to support you when it's cool enough to support mm -hmm. you because you're on the wave. And mm -hmm. I can't stand that shit, bro. Yeah, they don't wanna they don't wanna hop on the bandwagon until the bandwagon is taken off. I told Ethan this. So like a couple months ago, like I got verified on Instagram. Bro, I had people hit me up from like five to six years ago that I never even spoke never to, bro. To, yeah. Came out the cracks of the wall and like, yo, how you doing? I'm like, don't hit me up now, bro. Mm -hmm. Just cause I'm doing great and I'm doing big things with my team. Like don't hit me up now because I'm doing good because now you just want a free handout. At that point, it's not really like what like they can do for you. It's what you can do for them. Mm -hmm. No, okay. or it's just they want they want to have that connection to you. They want to yeah. have that access to you. And once you give them that, that security, access, bro, once you, once they have that access, like, oh, shit, like nah, he's talking to me. Yo, yo, guess, guess, guess who, guess who hit me screenshot, up? Screenshot. Like, yeah. Screenshot. You know, it's just with anything. Um, Just don't expect like I, I'm not your big I'm not your big homie. I'm just a friend. Just don't. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, I'm giving some like yeah. with anything in life. Don't expect nothing, man. Go in there or like I'm saying freely again, but don't expect shit and just like watch, you know, watch those who who just come around out of nowhere because those are the ones. Not 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 subbing any. Not you know your man, your manager's solid dude. I could just tell. Yeah, the facts. Act, the actions of your manager spoke louder than anything he could say. Mm -hmm. And right now he's been quiet, so I think he's fucking dangerous. So I don't even want to say. <laughs> that. Yeah, I think he he barely fucking smiled too. He smiled just now, but. 
when I see him, it was like, yeah, what's up? Like, those quiet killers, like, boom, those are the dudes that take action. You got it, yeah. bro. And like I said, I, I, in the, I, the episode dropped, the success one, um, I, yeah, let, yep. Oh, uh, what, the song with Donkey? Yeah, we, oh, we have a song with Donkey. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, wait, we got same. some, le- yeah. wait, what the, f- you just fucked me up. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you just fucked me up. I'm like, wait, Donkey, oh, shit, Donkey. So hold on, yeah. hold on. Before we go into fucking down here, yeah, we just, can go into that story too. Yeah, you yeah. just you just fucked that me up. Hold one. on, he just fucked me up. <laughs> I said in the success EP, right? I said I want to be the guy in the middle making the plays and just putting my people on. And, you know, you guys, you guys are boss right there, man. That's mm-hmm. that's some boss thing. He hasn't even said that. He's just playing cooling. That's how I'm trying to be soon. You feel to me? To go back to like what we were talking about before a little bit, like with how you were saying like things should be like very business, like for sometimes, and like you were saying like you should have like people close to you. I agree with both sides because like for the most part, with most people, you it should be strictly business. But like the people that I keep close to me, like for example, my manager is like family to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and that's I feel like you have to have a good combination of both, and like mm-hmm. that's like with that small circle that I have. It's it's like him and like maybe like a couple other people that I consider like family that I work with, and for the most part, everyone else. Strictly business. Yeah, f- yeah, French French Montana said in an interview too. He said like you know who to do certain shit with. Like I don't know, like some of my boys, like we have a clique that we just go out and party with them, right? Yeah. But I don't bring them to the gym with me or to the podcast. I bring Casey with me to the podcast. That's my business partner with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know you gotta take people for what they are. Yeah, facts. And um, so as I said that, bro, wait, wait, wait. you're gonna have Don, you're gonna have. Don Q, see, I like I like that type of rap. So you're gonna have that shit. I said Don Q. So you, said, you have to spit on a track to, like this. Wait, bro. So, yeah. so Don Q, Don Q, you and Don Q collabins? We we have a song. We recorded it. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, you you heard it here. You heard it here. Damn yeah. word. It's, 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 it's really cool. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the like timeline of it releasing? Uh that is to be decided. Oh, no idea shit. about but that. It's one in, yet. But it's in the it's in the cut. We got it's it. In yeah, the, it's, got in the, it's in the it's in the it's in the holster, holster right now. Yeah. Damn, you got yeah. damn. That's crazy. Now that's yeah. That's, that was that was a really cool experience. Like shout out Don Q. He came he came to the studio and and uh, laid down his verse real cool, pretty quickly and and it was really good. Came oh, really good. Really came real. You chopped it up with him and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked for a little bit. Really cool, cool dude. Guy. Yeah, really cool guy. Yeah, I saw I saw him in concert like three times. Went to oh, yeah, I saw him in concert. You know, I I, I fucked with his rap heavy. Oh, every time he drops something, like I'm on it. But mm-hmm. you know, one of my guys that like Favi, I'm on it. Don Q, Davy, Davy's heavy. Davy's yeah. heavy. I'm on Davy's heavy. It was really that was like another moment that I had where I was like, wow, like you know, things are like really starting yeah. to like move a little bit because yeah. like, and even, it's crazy because you don't believe it, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly, who right? Knows? Yeah, exactly. And then that's that connection to Highbridge, and then who knows? I don't want to say nothing, but able, you, you know, know, you, yeah, never, you never, know. never know. Him and a boogie together. Yeah, what? y'all fit that lane together that, pretty that'll good. Be, so. yeah, that would be bro, that would be wild because it's like. Oh shit! Like the flow and the melody, I'm be, I'm be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, yo, I gotta tell you something, man. Yo, when are you and Casey gonna do a track? I get it, you with the big guys, man. But you know, I get it, I get it, I get it. You get, you getting your foot doing the big league. But when are you and Casey gonna do a track? We can definitely do something. I'm no, down. I'm yeah, no, nah, I don't, don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely do no, something. No, bro, we, we gotta fucking make it happen. Because I think <laughs> most of these interview guys be capping. They go on the show and they bring their guests and like, yo, we should definitely, yeah, we could do it. And then we hear from, yeah, motherfuckers gotta make a song. It, it gotta happen. It gotta happen. We could definitely, we could definitely, bro, it it definitely be fire. Like I said, like I think we both of us, like we have right now. I think that momentum going where. Everything could happen like in a fucking heart. Yeah, when, yeah, whenever, whenever and the like, time, whenever the uh, hopefully after this, whenever the time, just try to make a quick try. Just yeah, facts. We'll, we'll I think it, I think it'll be it great. Out, yeah. I think it'll mesh well. Um, oh, and also something I said. I know I'm going way back. 
how you say your first thing was like sort of like it was trash, right? Russ said a similar thing. Like he I'm thought it was trash. You, I'm about to play on my first track after this. No, bro. I mean, <laughs> straight Russ, I think I have mine Russ too. Russ said a good point too. Doodle, he, he said a good point too. He was like, you know, looking back and they have all these fans and they're like, oh, like they were down me since my old days. Like, yo, I remember, I like, I'm, I like this song like a lot. You remember this one? This is my song. He's like, it's like, yeah, but he's like, yo, that's that's how I know they're real loyal fans to me or like really supporting me because I think those songs suck. And they and they love them. And they yeah, still and they love with them. them. And they yeah, still fuck exactly. With them. Yeah. But those are the yeah. those are the fans that's like gonna rock with you. You know, like let's look at the Meek Mill and let's look at the Meek Mill and um and the whole Drake scenario, right? His loyal fan base still loyal to him though. The ones with flamers and all that, they still loyal to Meek despite all that. Yeah. And I still loyal to Meek. I still I, I was I was loving Drake, but I was, I didn't I didn't like be like oh fuck Meek. Like I I like Drake. <laughs> I was like damn Drake Drake's coming out my man heavy right now. Yeah. But I was still like Meek Meek Meek. I was still rooting for him. Now we got all these dudes. Meek is the man. Whenever Meek drops on it, on it. So and shit like that. And I also feel like nowadays though, like with any music, like. There's a lane for like everyone nowadays. Like it don't even matter. Like there's just so many artists, bro. Like you just never know like who's up next. I mean, like, yeah, it's insane to me because like shout out twenty four K Golden, but like I spoke to him and I used to follow him, bro, before he was even like popping, yeah, bro. Nice blowing up, and I'm just like to see his story because he he got he was always with da got that dope and mm -hmm. that's automatically off rip like a hit because yeah. you hear that shit on the mm -hmm. producer tag you know like crank up the fucking volume <laughs> yeah. and it's Facts. just like but like it's crazy like i said just to see that growth because nowadays like ethan just said like he fucks like no matter who you're like who you are nowadays like the people who are rocking with you in the beginning are always going to be the people who probably rock with you to the end even when your shit was garbage yeah. you know what i'm saying and, yeah and that goes that goes for anyone in life you know the ones that be down with you from from the jet and just still rock with you, still supporting you, giving that true, genuine love, and I believe in you. You gotta stick with them, man. No, you yeah, gotta, for sure. You gotta sure. show them the most love, dog. There's definitely a lot of dope people that have been there yeah. since since day one, and and uh, I'm definitely very grateful for those people for Quick, sure. Mm -hmm. Quickly before we wrap it up, um, Melvin's still your day one, right? Of course. Shout yeah, out, shout guy. out, Melvin. That's a great dude. Uh, I I I come yeah yeah too when I see it too I'm like oh George Melvin like I already know the vibe. Shout out Melvin. Shout out Billy. Okay. Shout out Billy, bro. Those are my guys. <laughs> dope, dope. And like I said, we got we gotta definitely get this track. I've been trying to I've been trying to get Casey to do a freestyle, but you've been scared, man. You <laughs> I don't know, George. At one yeah, point, I, one, I, yeah, I'm, George, not, yeah. I'm not the freestyle we, guy. We used either, to, so. we gotta get these guys to do a freestyle, man. <laughs> I always put Casey on the spot, like, yo, Casey, do a freestyle. I did one last time, but I gotta like. He did one last time. Gotta, we gotta. we dropped it. We dropped it, and like it was like behind the scene footage. He he battled out with Nick and Mal. Shout out Nick and Mal. But dope. George. G GK, right? GK. GK. Before George. we even end this, okay. What is GK like your first and last name? As yeah. like the first name. So, so what's your last name? Yeah, so whenever Keener. Whenever I whenever uh, I made up the name, whenever I made the came up with the name GK, uh, I was it was in the very beginning process of uh picking a name and you know, it's something that was pretty easy to come across and it was something that, you know, stuck with a lot of people. Somebody that, changed uh, my shit to CI, bro. Fuck it. I'm my work right now. <laughs> you never know. Clyde, baby, CI. Something like a damn app, CI. But <laughs> George, thank you for coming. Um Shout out to the manager. Thank, Thank you. you for having me, bro. Thank him for coming. We appreciate you. We appreciate the the, the people tuning in, watching us, listening to us. And I told you, season two on Coming Different. And <laughs> look, for anyone out there, I could really put you on. That's all I got to say. <laughs> YSL St. Laurent, baby. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank, Thank you, you George. Next big Thank thing coming guys. out of here. You heard? Appreciate you.
Happy fuck on a star, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah.